welcome or welcome back to Live from the Trash, the podcast that scrapes the bottom of the content barrel, but we do it just for you. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Ren, accompanied by my two best friends in the entire world, Arbor and Chelsea. She's lying. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's topic is definitely one that hits a little bit too close to home, not only for us, but pretty much everybody. It's a topic that... Arbor and I have talked about in the past that she wanted to talk about just us, but I thought it would be a great podcast. We're actually going to talk about being poor. (laughs) 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 But more importantly, we're going to share. Yes. All right, but we're actually going to be talking about some of our money-saving tips and uh, ways to keep yourself entertained when you have absolutely no money. And like a story of growing up poor? Well... Just more of touching on my being story. poor. My story of being poor has not ended. <laughs> Same though. I mean, God. has... Okay, so... Something I didn't want to touch on. Um, that in the United States, you pretty much kind of get stuck in the class that you're born in. I saw a TikTok where they was like, that's, that's a lot. That's not how it works. I'm like, bitch, have you ever been poor? It's like, yes, you can work hard and try to get out of it. But, like, that doesn't mean you're going to. And see, like, there are people who are rich who, yeah, can go back to being poor. I mean, we've obviously all seen two broke girls. I mean, true. (laughs) But um, a lot of times that when you grow up poor, it is so hard to, like, break out of that cycle. It is. And earn enough money. And maybe it's not that you don't earn enough money, but that you don't have enough financial literacy Mm -hmm. to manage your money, Lynn. I don't know what you're talking about, okay? (laughs) I mean, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with getting a paycheck and then spending that entire paycheck on things that you need, want at, um... Uh, want. At, want. Want. <laughs> at, um, Walmart, so... Food is a need. Rent is a need. Electricity is a need. A new wig is a want. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. Ma- Jeffree Star Cosmetics is a want. No, 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 listen, listen. Anything listen. from Walmart, pretty much, is a want. A very, very cute comforter... That's a want. ...is a need. Um... <laughs> No, uh, a comforter because you're jealous of your roommates getting a bed set is not a need. And also, it was in that moment. Oh my god, was it? Was it? It was. I, if it makes anybody feel any better, I returned that. Did you use it? No. You oh. dropped over sixty dollars on our Christmas presents at one time. You didn't even have food in the house. That was the same check. Oh, that's true <laughs> love. But um, okay. So I grew up in a family of five so like well okay i was one of five children let me say that so we never had any money (laughs) i was an only child and we never had any money i will say though all of our needs as far as i know as a kid all of our needs were met we had some of our wants too like my mom worked because my dad was disabled and he had to stay home Mm -hmm. with us so my mom worked like 50 hours a week to That's put food on the table. And we, I'm really grateful for that. But I mean, we were... I wasn't like... Like, I didn't have a cell phone until yeah. I was 13. Oh and the only God. reason I 13? got a fucking... Yeah, the only reason I got a fucking cell phone is because they left me at the Boys <laughs> and Girls Club because Dad didn't have the car and Mom worked all the time and had a brain tumor at the time. Oh. So she was exhausted. It's funny now. <laughs> as soon as you say brain tumor, stop laughing. Oh. But 
they literally forgot me. They were like, don't you have her? No, don't you? And then right about that time, I walked across the street. The Boys and Girls Club was not in a good neighborhood. No, no. So I walked across the street to these two random grown-ass men. I was 13 years old. Oh my god! I that neighborhood so bad! Oh, you could have died! I was crying on the phone to my mom. I was like, I, I had to borrow a stranger's phone because you forgot me. And it was all the receptionist's fault. I'm going to totally break topic here because I need to tell this story. The only reason I was left for over an hour at the Boys and Girls Club was because uh, at the time, I don't know what the rules are now, but at the time, as a teenager in the Boys and Girls Club, you could sign yourself out. Mm -hmm. So, um, like 15 minutes to close, I get called up to the front desk saying that I need to sign out. Usually what would happen is my mother would call the front desk and the front desk would radio to wherever I was. So I thought that my mother had called and I was leaving. She regretted to inform me that my mother had not called and she needed me to sign myself out so they could go home because they couldn't leave until every kid was signed out. That's fucked. Do you want to know the sad part about all of this? Mm. I lived down the road from this place. God. This was before we were I'm friends. Yeah. Well, no, this is while we dated. But <laughs> okay, I didn't yeah, know I you wasn't, that I wasn't living there then, but I... Uh, later on, ended up living like a couple streets over that from neighborhood yeah. is so that bad. one. So I called and cried, and uh, I think it was that Christmas they gave me like it was a little brick phone. Oh my god, the little Nokia! It wasn't a Nokia. No, it was like an was off a, brand Nokia. It was yeah, it was, it was the slide up one. With no, the... it wasn't. It was before the slide up. Really? Before the slide up, like okay, I'm holding a Roku remote. It literally looked like this. It had the tiniest screen on it. it had numbers. Yeah. I could text. But I had minutes on that phone. Yeah, I, do you remember you whenever you would get snake. the magazines and then you would text that number and you would get like a ringtone or the yes. thing, or the wallpaper? I miss that kind of, but at the same time I don't because my mom would be like, what happened to your minutes? These were just in case of emergency. And I'm like, I don't know. Meanwhile, I have all these ringtones and all these backgrounds. I have Bluetooth. See, you guys are talking about having cell phones in high school. I did not have an actual working cell phone that had actual minutes to call people until my first job at 18 years old. Oh. And sad thing about that was I lived in a very terrible neighborhood at that time. <laughs> I left my phone in the car overnight and it got stolen. I had that phone for two days. I remember that. Two days. I remember that. Oh Downside to being poor. And here. then it just all spiraled from there, and this is the Chelsea we love today. <laughs> well, okay. So when you grow up, like uh, me and Lynn, me and Chelsea grew up in large families. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, so the thing about growing up in large families is that there's never enough to go around. Mm -mm. Ever. Time, you know. No. Well, what see, is that? Bonds. With me, it was kind. It was kind of the same thing. Um, my dad used to be on drugs. Used to be in key. He's recovered. He's in our life. He's great now, um, and that's what matters to me. But during that time, he was in active addiction, and it made it struck. It was a lot on my mom, so she had to work so much to provide for me. And I stayed with my grandma, and I remember that there was nights that we didn't have enough food, and she would make tuna casserole, but she didn't cook it. Um, and I like it like that is what I grew up on. Anyway, Same. and we have a big bowl of it and she'd say, eat what you want and I'll eat what's left. 
as an adult, now I know what she was doing. We didn't have enough or anything. And sometimes I would eat over half of it because I was hungry or I would eat almost all of it. And when I realized that I bawled to my mom and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. She's like, no, that was my job. And then it was like this whole thing. I'm going to cry again. Cry. Yeah. And like, I remember these things and we didn't have very much. Like there was a hole that fell in my bedroom and I had to leave that bedroom. It was, we couldn't repair it. We didn't have the money to repair it. And fungus grew on that bed, like mushrooms. And depending on your type of landlord, like- Oh, we didn't have a landlord. My mom uh, got it from Clayton Homes. I don't know if anybody listening knows that, but it's like a, you do a rent to own so you don't have a landlord. And it's a trailer. Yeah, it's a trailer. And we couldn't fix it. And it was hard. And I moved into the other room and it was just like, we- even though it was hard and we didn't have stuff, I still had a living family. Even though my dad was in active addiction, I knew that he loved me. And my mom did, and I was taken care of. But growing up with that, it's hard. And then it's, like right now, I feel so lucky that my kids have what they do because they don't have to struggle like I did. And I wanna say, just because like all that happened in my past, it doesn't mean I hold resentment towards anybody in my past. <laughs> It's just, I mean, it makes you who you are. See, my mom would go out with her boyfriend to Burger King or some shit. My mom and go and, like, I'm talking, they would eat fast food. And I was stuck eating whatever we had at home. Although, I will give this to my mom. There would be times when she would say, okay, I got an extra Whopper from Burger King. (laughs) It's in the the glove compartment (laughs) in the car. Go to the car, eat it, and don't tell your brothers. (laughs) That is terrible. <laughs> that is awful. I remember when you first moved in with me, and um, of course we we were broke, and then you didn't have a job, so we were like having to stretch our income to help support you. Mm-hmm. I will never forget the first time that I pulled out a hamburger helper to make, or I was making homemade hamburger helper because oh, I can't stand. <laughs> I can't stand regular hamburger helper anymore because there's like staples in your pantry when you're poor. Yes. Potatoes, rice, hamburger helper, ramen. Yes. And let me tell you, whenever I was with my ex, we were not well off. I was a stay-at-home mom. We had two kids. And I learned during that time how to make so many goddamn things with potatoes, flour, salt, butter, milk. Eggs, like, like just those basics, and I can make so many goddamn potato dishes, it will blow your mind. Like, we lived off potatoes. Like, you're eating a dish the next, like, week or whatever, and they're like, this tastes exactly what we had yesterday. No, it's different, I promise. No, and I, I added a little bit of garlic salt this time, right? But, like, there's so many versatile things you can, with, can make with potatoes. It's like, if I'm... Like, it's the universe's gift to mankind. Potatoes are the supreme food. It should be its own fucking food group. Sorry, that was off topic. Uh, you're, you're fine, actually. You know, the thing with potatoes is potatoes actually, like, themselves, when you mm-hmm. cook them, don't really have a taste. No. They absorb the mm-hmm. taste of whatever you're cooking them yep. in. <laughs> like, but- I can make you potato. I can make, like, potato cake. 
I can make pancakes with potatoes. Like, Rin like, has an obsession with potatoes. I got you some potato recipes. I oh, I've got potatoes. a ton of my own. And the thing is, is that sometimes you get sick of having what you have, so you have to, like, look in the cabinet and kind of just yep. figure it out. There's a couple of oh days till payday. You got, like, a can of chicken, yes. a thing of refried beans, some rice. You sound like me. I'll, I used to go through my cupboards, and I'd be like, okay, what can I make today? And I'd throw it all in and be like, I hope this tastes good. I'll tell you what, we went through some hard times, like, out, going out on your own, being poor as a kid, and being poor as an adult is two, two totally, totally different, different experiences. It really is. Because, as a kid, I knew we were broke, and my mom was like, hey, don't drink the last of the milk in there. I don't get paid till Friday. That sounds like my mom! <laughs> or, like, stuff like that. But now, as an adult, my grandparents... I, I will preface this by saying that I love my grandparents. There's a lot that I would not have been able to do if uh, I did not have them actively yeah. in my life. Um, but every deer season... Oh, one, my God. Yes. oh, yes. One of my great uncles always ends up uh, getting a deer and sends over half of it to my grandparents. I didn't realize how much meat came off of yes! the deer. Like, for years, uh, during hunting season, when my granddaddy used to hunt, my uncle would go with them, and they would get as many as they could, and they'd share it with the family. And we would have meat for, like, a whole-ass year for deer meat. And I'm just like, yes. And it's so cheap, because, I mean, it's fucking free. All you gotta do is buy the ammunition for the gun and hope you get it. That's but, and the license. Well, yeah, and the license. But we didn't pay for that. My granddaddy did. And I love venison so much. And I remember when we used to dehydrate it. Oh, have you ever had deer jerky? Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh. Shout out to I Ren. miss my childhood. I want deer Before jerky. Before you do that shout out, because I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to finish <laughs> saying what I was going to say. Sorry. It's okay. But what I was saying is that I, for a year, my mammal sent home a ton of deer meat because we were broke. We didn't have any money. So, you know, when I'm broke, I take my happy ass on to Bowling Green and go shopping in my mom's pantry, which also has a uh, Coke fridge <laughs> and a. Uh, She's not <laughs> kidding. Deep. There's an actual double fridge in their garage that holds almost every soda brand you could possibly dream God of. Damn. Like, and I associate that with rich people. I know my grandparents ain't rich. <laughs> but anyway, so they were like, hey, we have a ton of deer. You should take a lot of this home. They sent home two, two or three grocery sacks filled with deer so i got home and the freezer was next to empty so i was like okay i can stuff all this in there no it is two years later <laughs> and when, when the when the <coughs> sorry when it is getting a little bit too close to payday and we can't eat there is still <laughs> deer meat there is still deer meat i yes. actually just sent home uh like two deer fillets and a deer roast to lynn because they are struggling right now yeah, i very hate much. deer roast like i cut it up because i like it fried i don't like it in roast form let me tell you something i've learned with venison and i did not think this would work but it did if you s soak the deer roast in uh salt water for 24 hours and then you cook it you Is put it work i'm gonna fuck this word up if you put worcestershire sauce Yes, I fucked it up, okay? <laughs> Minced garlic and or squeeze the juice out of an orange over it mm -hmm. and then slow cook it for eight hours. 
it's like a regular beef roast. Really? See, whenever I had roast and it was deer, it was so gamey. Like, I couldn't get over that taste. That's what gross. the salt water does. The salt water pulls That's... that gaminess out, but you have to do it 24 <laughs> hours in advance. Can I tell you my experience with this deer roast? Oh, God. Was it bad? It was very bad. Not <laughs> to... Not not to anybody's fault, but my boyfriend's. And let me explain why. Oh God. Um. So, uh, our candle warmer went out a while back, right? And um, he just we had gotten some uh new scents or whatever in wax form that he wanted to make the house smell better with. He pulled out a crock pot, you know, a while back and used that. One of your miniature ones. Yeah, one of the miniature ones. Well, he had some too, and I think it was one of his. But, um, oh no, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. fast forward oh, no, no, to no, no, no. a couple days ago, and I decided to put on a roast. I washed it, I swear to god, I washed this that thing. Wax, if they're in co- crock pots, are awful. You cannot yes. get they never come out, the smell never comes out See, of the ceramic. Me didn't know. Uh, so, uh, I cook it, and like it's like really smelling waxy in there, you know. <laughs> And I'm just like hoping and praying to God the whole time that it's like the lid. And, like, <laughs> it wasn't. Spoiler like, alert. I made sure that I got the top piece because the top piece was like covered in seasonings. But the bottom two pieces, I tried heating up or whatever after because I'd only ate the top piece that first night. Well, the next day after cooling it or whatever, I tried to reheat the next piece. Tasted just like fucking wax. Oh, man. I, it made me so sick. I was like so sad. But those deer fillets, I'm telling you, I fucking put a shit ton of dry rub on them. Oh. And I Sorry. seared those bitches that on the thing oh. and broiled them afterwards. Yes. And had a whole damn dinner with those. Well, that sounds fucking lovely. I am always trying to come up with like struggle meals, like things I can make with like three ingredients. That's or every less. meal I ever fucking make. But the thing I think I did right was that I've invested in a spice cabinet. Like yes. every time we go to the store, we try to grab like two or three different ninety-eight cent mm-hmm. spices and stuff like that. Of course, we buy minced onion and garlic powder in bulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't. I can't live without minced onions. I could use that in almost everything I cook, depending. But like, I am with you on that seasoning shit. But something I figured out um, was canned chicken mm-hmm. was a lot more versatile than I thought. Yes. Let me tell you this recipe that I uh, came up with the other night because I was trying to like, I had like thirty dollars that I could spend at the grocery store, and I was trying to think of something easy. So I grabbed a bag of rice. And I grab a can of That's chicken. And this was the most I grabbed a jar of honey. So what I did, or what I'm planning on doing, is putting butter, honey, and garlic in the pan, reducing it down, tossing the chicken in it until it's good and coated and then hot, and then mixing it with that rice. Okay, my only question is, can I eat? <laughs> Are, that sounds is really there good. going to be enough for more people? <laughs> like, my thing is, it's like, one of the staples I feel like that should be in a poor person's kitchen is always rice. Yeah. Because it's filling, so if you don't eat enough... But it's not good for you. No, but it's one of those things, like, I would fix it, I would fix sweet rice for my kids whenever we didn't, like, have enough. Like, they had enough to have their nutrition, but they didn't have enough to feel full. I would always give them rice. Right. 
And so I think it's like an essential thing so you don't have that hungry feeling and you can just eat enough where you can, because like so much of my life growing up, I wasn't able to eat until I was full. I was only able to eat until like I had what I needed, you know? You made me, you just said sweet rice. Is that like uh, sugar yeah, and rice? Yeah, sugar, sugar, rice, rice and, and butter. butter. See, I remember having that when I was a kid, but I couldn't remember like exactly what it was called. I didn't yeah. know if it was like a specific thing or if it was just actual rice. It's just, that was the no. only way they could get me to eat rice as a kid. The way we do it at work is we do it with that and we serve it with uh, fruit, like uh, fruit salad. And it's good. Mm-hmm. See, my nana used to make the sweet rice, but she would make um, a cinnamon toast with it. Oh, that sounds good. And it was just like you know your normal bread with butter and cinnamon, uh, like yep. cinnamon sugar on top. But it was so good. Another good thing for poor people to eat because I remember eating this like all the time. Uh, my mom's homemade French toast. All it is is like eggs and toast with a little bit of sugar and it was so good I'd eat the shit out of it. I mean all French toast, toast is is egg and cinnamon mixed together you coat it and then cook yeah, it in a pan. That's which, all it is. Yeah and it's like really good but we, I, when I was growing up I didn't like cinnamon. I do now but I mean I liked it. it was I, I had the epitome of poor people birthdays when growing up you know the kind of cake that my mom's boyfriend would make for almost everybody's because they said they liked it so much and I would almost freaking throw up and everybody loved my birthday because on my birthday I wasn't going to be the kid that was like yeah Jason I love your peanut butter and jelly cake oh god I was the I was the bougie bitch that was like I want my freaking strawberry cake with chocolate icing and I want actual strawberries on top I was, I was, I was an idea. Do you remember, I don't know, I think you went to my 16th birthday. I was there, so was Amber. I don't think Amber was was there. No, I wasn't, not on your 16th birthday. No, it was Allison, Ashley, Chris, and my family. So for my 16th birthday, we had, my mom was like, well, what do you want? I said, honestly, I said, I want strawberry and chocolate cupcakes, and I want the strawberry ones to have chocolate on top, and I want the strawberry strawberry on top. My mom was like. Well, not everybody's going to like that. I said, well, it's not everybody's birthday. No, is it? <laughs> no. no. I was the only girl out of five. So, and, um, you know, I was the daddy's girl. So, I got whatever I wanted. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I got what I wanted. So, <clears throat> we did that for my 16th birthday party. I will never forget that. My 16th birthday, we rented out uh, the city pool. Damn. Yeah, I I will. I remember I was there. Yeah, we rented out the city pool for, and my mom was like, "Okay, now you got to invite a bunch of your friends." I'm like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "I have three friends. (laughs) Three three friends and my boyfriend showed up, and then uh, for my 17th birthday, two friends and my boyfriend showed up." Remind me what your 17th birthday was. It was at the house, and uh, I wore that dress that made your parents cringe it was to the floor but it was one shouldered oh. it was me you uh ashley and chris for my 17th birthday because i broke up with chris two months later right uh i didn't have birthdays growing up Aww. see well it's okay my mom was like do you want to have a party or you want presents and i was just like i presents. guess presents because i wasn't <laughs> when i grew up i didn't have a lot of 
like, I didn't have anybody that could be invited over all the time or anything like that. I was, like, a really lonely kid. Like, I mean, yeah, I had you as a friend, and I had friends. It was just, like, outside of school, we didn't really do anything unless it was, like, Girl Scouts or something. Yeah. And I just, even when I got older, like, I just never really celebrated my birthday. Well, to be fair, we grew up in the early 2000s to late 2000s, so we didn't really have, like, the social media and stuff that kids do, like, now. Um, I can't imagine, though, being poor in, like, being a kid and being poor now. Okay, well, let me give you a walkthrough of my kid's life. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know what you can't, but you know what I'm talking about, like, so, like, the internet is, like, such an essential thing now. You have to have it. Like, that's what fucking kills me, because with school, especially now with COVID, it's like, you have to have internet and I'm fine with that. I have to have it. But, like, it's... I think about whenever I was a kid, we couldn't afford that. And it, internet's more affordable now. But there's still families out there and people that cannot fucking afford that. They can only afford the lights and the water and to eat day to day. And they expect them to pay these extra things. They can't do it. And then they get in trouble and have to go to court. Like, they're neglecting their kids. It's like, no, we just can't afford internet. That, we can't just... Like, what are you talking about? Now, I do know that some school districts do, like, programs, and some, like, internet providers do programs where you get, like, very basic internet yeah. for your child to A use. lot of homeschool uh, situations, that's actually accessible. Oh, God. Homeschooling whenever... Oh, sorry, that was off topic, but homeschooling, I was very sick as a teenager, and I couldn't be at school. I was always at the hospital, and we're not going to get into all that. But oh, I was not going to talk about being poor and also having something seriously wrong yeah, with that you. That was like a big thing. We was poor and it took all my mom's money. And we had to get like donations from people like churches would help and family would help. It was a big deal because I was like chronically ill at the time and I still have it. But it was it's not as bad. Like I was in a wheelchair for months. Yeah. But anyway, at that time, I forgot the story I was telling. What did I start off with? Hospital. We were talking about being broke and being, being sick. No, but we were talking about internet access. Oh, Home homeschooling. School. Sorry, I lost where I was. Homeschooling. <laughs> and anyway, so I was homeschooled. And it was literally just packets upon packets upon packets. Well, I wasn't online at all. It was just so many work packets that I just wanted to kill myself and die. Which, oh, I mean, God. I also was suicidal really bad at the time. <laughs> but aside from that, it made it worse. Like, the I fucking hated it. school was fixing to be your 13th reason. Yes, it was. <laughs> like, it was just... I can vivid. Actually, I still have some of those packets because um, they would make doubles in case anything happened to them. And I'm just like, y'all, those poor fucking trees. I know, the trees. And where PE was essential in my school, but where I couldn't be physically active, I had to do all these worksheets about health. And I'm like, this isn't PE. Like, speaking of like being poor and like Wi Fi and stuff, um, I remember the first time we actually got access to Wi Fi. It was the hugest thing for me because if it wasn't for me, I don't think they would have got Wi Fi for years later. Until, like, I showed them, like, how awesome it was to have, like, mm-hmm. 
like just internet alone and everything in the household and being able to connect your devices and stuff to it See, and how much more like accessible it is i don't remember when we got wi-fi in the house because i didn't pay attention that much because we didn't really have it yeah like i knew i could use a computer i could use my laptop as a high schooler in my house um and but like okay i have a really weird relationship with money as far as growing up goes because I was one of five and I know that my parents struggled to pay the bills but we had like game consoles and multiple of them we had like a 64 and a PlayStation and a Wii and we used all those things and uh, there was always food in the house I don't think there was ever a point like I know that there was like hey don't use the last of something yeah that was very important you had to let somebody know if there was only like one or two things of that thing left and you were not to use the last of something without permission mm -hmm. that was like the biggest thing and then um like we had like I drove my own car and yeah but <laughs> about that like you were like my rich friend in high school <laughs> Compared to, like, what right. I had to go I kinda, through. Like, I know that we didn't have a whole lot of money. And, like, I didn't have, like, an allowance. I didn't, I didn't And I know that my parents struggled. But a lot of the times, I was one of five. But three of them didn't live with us. For long. For, well, like, my oldest brother was 14 when my parents got together. And then my youngest brother moved in with us when he was 12 and I was 16. Right. So, so most of the time it was just me and my younger brother. So like we, I had my own room. Like that was like <laughs> the epitome of, you know, I didn't have. You to were the share. only girl. I was the only girl. I didn't have to share. Uh, I did at one point have to share space because my youngest brother slept in the same room as me every other weekend. When mm -hmm. We lived in, but we lived in. Um, oh God, we lived in the housing authority. Yeah, those are uh, not the apartment apartments, but the, the houses like right yeah. next to it. So like I knew that we got assistance and I know that um we struggled for a while, but it never felt that way. I guess I was just like not paying enough attention. Like my mom would complain that we never had any money, but like as far as I was concerned all of our needs were met. Yeah. I never had like it was never a choice between a bill and eating that night. We had close calls like that growing up. Because I remember my mom, she, she'll still tell us this. Or tell us, like, there's more than one of me. <laughs> the only one. You and all the voices in your head. Yes, me and all my personalities. <laughs> but, um, she'll tell me, it's like, there was so many times that I just knew I didn't have the money. And somehow I'd have just enough. She's like, and there shouldn't have been any way for me to. But I did. And we would... There was, like, a lot of close calls where we couldn't get much and we wouldn't have much because it was either that or electricity. She always made sure I eat... Oh, eat what? I have horrible grammar, apparently. She always made sure I ate. Right. But they didn't make sure... She didn't make sure she always ate. And I've had to go through that with my kids, especially whenever um, my ex and I split up and we were homeless and all that happened. Uh, it was really hard and I had to make sure my kids were taken care of. And they were my priority, but I ended up losing a lot of weight because I couldn't feed myself how I needed to because I had to make sure my little tiny humans survive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but there was something I want to say. Oh, about the game consoles. I wanted to hit on that real fast. I didn't really 
like with uh, TV, we did not have TV. We had a hanger, and that's how we got ours. We didn't have cable. Uh, I like that was our antenna wires was a fucking hanger, and we got like certain TV stations. And uh, what what was it? The probably WB got, probably got the public access. And, yeah, we got uh, public access. We got we local sometimes channels. we sometimes got Fox if we jangled it just right. Um, and we uh, W not WBKO but um, C, it's a CW now. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and we got that. And I remember like on Saturday, those Saturday morning cartoons were a highlight. And we had a Nintendo sixty four. But I had three games that I played on it, and that was it. No, four. Four, because it was Scooby-Doo 1, 2. Well, uh, I don't think they paid... I don't think they paid full price for anything no. that we had. But, but I guess that the priority was different for my parents of having to have this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because there were five of yes, us and you, you, every other weekend. Yeah, and luckily, luckily I was out in the country, so... I was able to go out, and where I lived, it was like maybe a mile to my great-granddaddies and my cousins. So, where I lived out in the country, whenever I got to be a little bit older, like I think eight, I would walk down the road and walk a mile, and my mom could watch me from where she was to make sure I got there, because uh, there was a curve, and then you could see across this big building, you would see me walking. And I would go down there, and we had an acre. Didn't have any... Uh, farms on it or like or any woods sorry but it had a giant hill in the back and that's where we played we played outside i remember playing underneath the house like that was my favorite place to be was underneath the house and as an adult <laughs> now i'm like that was dangerous but um so i didn't need technology because i was able to go free range <laughs> i spit on you and i'm sorry it's okay but oh in the computer i want to know i didn't have internet but i had a computer with like one computer game that i played I got it from a box of cereal. It was a Captain Crunch game. Do you all know what I'm talking about? No, but it does Fuck sound you. a lot like the early, like the late 2000s yes. thing. I had like a Taco Bell game. Oh my that god! I, got. I remember. If, if for anybody listening, if you ever played the Captain Crunch game, I love that game. Tell me what you thought about it. I want to know. I'm not the only one that like knows <laughs> about this fucking game. Like me and my cousin was obsessed with it. Um. I don't know. We, like I said, the, another thing that we did, my parents bought karaoke CDs a that lot. That explains your singing voice and why it's so amazing. Because, <laughs> like, I would only sing in the car. <laughs> well, you got to think that, um, okay, so my two older brothers are very musically inclined. They both play the guitar. Mm -hmm. I think they play the guitar very well. I've heard um, them play. And, um, my youngest brother... I don't know if he has any of them mastered, but, like, so as we got older, it turned more from, like, CDs to, like, sitting around with my brothers playing the guitar and, like, me having to learn songs mm -hmm. with them. One of them I had to learn was uh, Wagon Wheel. Aww. No, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I tried learning other songs, but they, like, it's a lot of country music. Yeah, that's just not your so, forte. I'm so, like, no. It's, it's not me. So, um, but yeah, that's how they entertained us a lot. And the difference between when I was a teenager and when I was in, um, like, elementary and middle school, mm -hmm. the houses that we lived in, when I was a kid, like, a younger kid, had, like, okay, so we lived in my grandmother's neighborhood when I was, like, eight, nine. 
So we lived in this like little suburb where we could ride bikes and stuff like that. There was this tree in my backyard that it you could climb just high enough where you weren't maybe five feet off the ground, but you could sit in the tree. And they actually there was this bush in my in the side yard that curved up just enough where there was like this little opening where you could sit and hide me and my brothers would play right there. Um, that house, however, we had two cats and they both gave birth, found my cat and her babies in like, like we heard them meowing and we had these little things. There was no under the house, but they have like the little holes in the ground with like the little glass, like you could see mm -hmm. under the house. So she gave birth in one of those things. Oh, God. And she kept stepping on them and killing them, so we had to, like, Aww. pull her out and pull all the babies out. Only one survived. But, um, they, uh, I think our landlord called animal control and had them Aww. taken. But we lived in that neighborhood, and, uh, when I lived on, uh, Grandview, just mm -hmm. out here, the house next door burned down to us, but... <laughs> The property, the house was a nightmare. There was a hole above the toilet. Like, into, you could see into the ceiling. There was also carpeting in that bathroom, so. I hate bathrooms with carpet. Fuck! If you carpet your bathrooms, you're a fucking monster and a lunatic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nana. I know you have a carpeted bathroom. I love you. Let's say this. If, if you put carpeting in a bathroom, let's say about that, because some people didn't yeah, have a choice. Yeah. My poor parents, when we got the uh, trailer, and they had this big master bath with the nice tub and everything. I miss that carpet. house. I miss that house, too. Like, it's nice to have carpet, but at the same time... Don't it have gets, it in your fucking bathroom. Yes, it can get, it gets so moldy and nasty, and just imagining all the germs that's being held onto them. My grandma's so particular about her carpet in her bathroom, and I'm just like, Nana, when you got your carpet redone, why didn't you put down wood? Like, why didn't... I would've got sticky Tile. tiles. Yeah, it's like, it's the smallest bathroom I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of fucking small bathrooms. <laughs> it doesn't even have a shower. It has a bathtub that is tiny. Has anybody ever lived, speaking of that, has anybody ever lived in a bedroom that was technically a closet? Well, I mean, yes, at my Oh dad's. my god, do you not remember the little purple pink bedroom that I had to sleep in? Which one was On that? On Cheatham. You slept in almost every room of that house, so you... I did. No, I'm talking about in the very back of the house. The back There was corner. that big room, and then, like, that little corner room. Yes. Would you classify that as, like, a closet room? Uh, it's a little bigger than a closet. It had its own closet. At one point, I was sleeping in that walk-in closet in between that back bedroom and the front bedroom. So, the house that had... The house that burnt down next to it. I slept literally in my brother's walk-in closet. Like my whole bedroom was probably just a little bit bigger than a than a California king bed. Oh, that's sad. That's at six feet. That's insane. It was longer. That's enough room. It was, <laughs> like I had a war, I had a wardrobe, had my twin size bed, my uh, dresser was jammed up next to it. Like it was so small, <laughs> like so small. And then my brothers had a um, door that connected. Of course, it was a closet for that room. So the door... So I had two doors. I had one that went out to the dining room, which is how you got into my room. There was a door that connected to my brother's room where it was very obviously a closet at right. one point. So, oh, God. I I always had my own room. But it was always at a price because I always had the smallest room. See, I always had my own room because I'm the only child. Ex and 
the only reason I had like a closet bedroom is because at this time, and it was only at my dad's, and I only went there every other weekend or sometimes every weekend, whatever. And the only reason it was like that is because the trailer that he lived in only had one room and they had to find space for me. But it was so fucking tiny. It was tinier than a California King. But I wasn't there all the time. It was basically just a bed for me to sleep on when I came over. So I will it's tell you, not like a big deal. I will tell you what though. Like when you grow up not having a lot of money or not having a lot of space, you really do learn how to like prioritize. Well, actually, prioritize. No, there's two people. One learns how to prioritize. The other one wants to make up for all the things they could never get, so they buy every <laughs> anything they want. Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, okay. hi. <laughs> that, that's not me just on Chelsea. I'm sorry. It's me, too. Please, I didn't yeah. know this was my intervention. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was just messing with you. I do the same thing. Because you, you know how it is. You all have been shopping with me. I'd be like, I shouldn't get this. And for some odd reason, I just have two best friends that's like, nah, treat yourself. Get it, girl. And I'm like, no. They're like, do you have enough money for your bills? Yeah. Get it, girl. You're you do the care same of- thing to me. Yeah, I do. So, but I'm so bad about... Um, I went to therapy, actually, to correct this because I could not prioritize myself. So I was going to therapy, and my therapist was like, okay... They're like, Bren, you you have to start prioritizing yourself. Like, you have to start spending money on you, not mm-hmm. just your house stuff. Like, you buy things for Chris. Why can't you buy things for you? I'm like, because I don't deserve anything. <laughs> I, I also... I was with you during that whole You life. were, and I refused to take Lynn anywhere because... If we went out anywhere, if I picked up anything and went, oh, that's cute, and set it back down, it was going in the cart. It because was. I acknowledged that I liked it. I'm like, it's not something that I need or really want. See, and now it's like vice versa. The roles have been completely reversed, except in my case, I can't I buy it, the things for And you for buy me. it for me. Oh, so you're a spoiled bitch. Like, absolutely. Really, though, I'm not going to lie. Um, I tell you what, I had a point in time where... Uh, Lynn was living with me, rent-free, did not pay any kind of bills, did not buy any kind of food. I think that was the best time of your life, despite you being depressed (laughs) and freshly broken up, was that you didn't pay any fucking bills. (laughs) That was the easiest point. But I got to eat! Coming from a marriage where I was about to start school and keep a job down, Mm -hmm. and my wife at the time decided she wanted to go to school too... But quit her job, Mm. went to school, and I was not only supporting her, I was supporting her mother and her three brothers, along with her. And having to pay for everything just so we could survive, I I, I will say, I I did really enjoy, like, not having to have that much responsibility. I want to say, on your ex-wife, if you wasn't gay... You would have already, you would have left her anyway because anybody, or you should have, because anybody that makes you do that for their family and they can't even hold down a job, just, that's, go back to the relationships podcast, that's a red flag, we should have put that in red there. Flag. <laughs> red flag, red <laughs> flag. Um, but I will bitch. say. For real. Sorry. Um, with all that growing up, the biggest thing that my mother instilled in, instilled in me was finding sales and spending yes. as little money as possible. Um, yeah. Which is a great segue into this topic. Money saving tips. Actual money saving tips from three local poor people. Okay, so are we doing money? Two. S- 
too local because I don't know I have, shit. I have two, and one of them is like a bigger thing. Okay, um, I don't know if it counts, but we're gonna do it anyway. Well, you go ahead and go first because I have a, a I have a couple. Okay, well I because you and I have talked about you wanting me to like instill yeah, upon yes. you because I always oh, the have couponing. A st- well, I don't coupon. What is... No, the sales about how you do it. She's meticulous. Is that... I, I think I mispronounced the word. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say, people. Um, she's just, like, really great with fucking trying to find these sales and, like, spending the least amount of money. And it's amazing to me. Well, the thing is, is that um, when I moved out on my own, I was 19 years old. And not only was I moving out for the first time, I was going from a house where I did not... I moved in with my grandparents for a couple of years to go to college. Who my took grand- care of you? Yes. My, I didn't wash clothes. I didn't pay bills. I didn't buy groceries. I didn't make my own bed. I didn't clean my own car. The only thing I had to do was go to school, put gas in my car, and pay my phone and insurance. That's it. And um, so I was spoiled rotten. And as I was getting ready to move out, my mom kept telling me, well, you can come back anytime. And I was like, I am never moving in with anyone ever again. Let me knock on some wood because God forbid, I do not want to go backwards. Mm -hmm. So I promised myself I was never going to go backwards. So I started, like, we didn't have a lot of money. I worked at the daycare for a minimum wage and Chris was holding down a minimum wage job. And we were living in government housing, and I was like, I am not, like, we are not letting any dollar go by. So, I would go to the grocery store, I would buy all generics, except, of course, my couple of staples that I can't Mm -hmm. buy generic. Something I can't buy generic of, generic is pretty much good for anything, except for those things that they aren't. Right? Mm -hmm. My biggest thing, and this is so stupid, I will buy generic everything, I will not buy generic pizza rolls. Oh, they taste gross. I, I relate. They, yes. they, generic, um, sorry, generic Chef Boyardee, fucking gross. I, I, can, do, I can do generic. You're a monster. You're but a monster. I only eat uh, generic uh, spaghetti and meatballs. I can't. Not the spaghetti and meatballs, but the spaghetti Spaghettios. But the spaghettios I'm on board with you on the spaghettios. Spaghetti and, and meatballs, anything brands. with meat in it with that kind of stuff, I cannot do. Like spaghetti and meatballs, like the the generic ravioli. Disgusting. But I get you also on the generic pizza rolls Mm -hmm. because when you cook them, it's like the inside evaporates into nothing. And and it's just a flat bread of sauce. That wouldn't even be the problem, but the inside... Like the inside Side texture, wrong. it's a texture. Like for me, it's a texture, not just the taste, but the fuck. Oh, it's very mm. like chewy too. Um, there's a there's another thing generic that I just can't buy. Toilet paper. I won't buy generic toilet paper. Okay. I'm a stickler for that. That's not food, but like I'm just weird about that. <laughs> okay, I know it's not good for the environment. I really do. We do not buy toilet paper because I refuse to stop up the pipes in this house. Because we did it one time when we first moved in. I told my husband, I was like, we are never buying toilet paper ever again. So, um, we actually use baby wipes, not flushable wipes, baby wipes. I was spoiled when living here because (laughs) I got so used to wiping my hiney with baby wipes and then I move out on my own. But see, when you're poor, everybody's like, oh, well, you need to save all of your money. You need to buy like the dollar four pack of toilet paper. I refuse. No. We ever go back to toilet paper. I refuse. It's the worst thing. That's something I cannot, I don't care. 
if I have to skip a like skip a meal, I will have my fucking toilet paper. It's just I don't like the other toilet paper. It feels weird on my asshole, and that's my money maker. Okay. <laughs> if you if you've seen it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I get that. But there's just some. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I I feel like I need to say this. I'm not a prostitute. Go on. So, um, toilet. My baby wipes is one thing I'm never gonna skimp out on. I am addicted to milk. <laughs> yes. You all don't understand her addiction. Like, a I gallon of milk is sitting day. right next to me right now. Because it's this. To be fair, hurts. I opened that one today. It's less than, uh, half gone. When she that says less is, than half, it's barely less than half. But still, that is a good thing for her, considering yeah. she consumes. Yeah, consume we devour, we consume. That's okay, like here's the thing. When you think about drinking a gallon of liquid a day, like a gallon's worth of liquid a day, that doesn't seem like a lot because it's spread over the course of a day. I drink a gallon of milk over the course of a day. It's not really that bad. I also supplement it with water. I don't know how you don't have problems with like a, not cholesterol, but fucking a um, calcium buildup on your bones and causing bones first and stuff. I don't knock actually, on wood. Knock yeah, I'm gonna wood. knock on some wood because I uh I don't have any issues with that. I also don't have any issues like a lot of people who eat a lot of dairy or backed up don't have that problem either. Um, but I, I have no idea. I don't know how I got lucky. But <clears throat> the milk is the thing I won't skip out on ever. Um, the baby wipes are something I don't ever skip out on ever. I will Pizza make. Rolls. I will. I'll like go without like something for an entire meal. Before I will go without baby wipes. Me, unfortunately, I'm in a boat where I don't have the luxury of it's choosing like, what mm, I can and cannot skip lights out on. Lights and water or baby wipes? <laughs> well, Looks closely. It's like I don't even have a choice. Me yeah. and my boyfriend don't have a job. And um, we've been dealing with that for the past month. Like recently, we my electricity and water got shut off yesterday. That's the not the first time this month. It's not the first time this month where the electricity had been shut off. We got our electricity turned back on because uh, my boyfriend's brother and his boyfriend also live with us. And that's another thing too is that Chris and I are really lucky that we can afford to live without roommates. Mm -hmm. But granted, we paid off our house a long time ago, so we're lucky enough that we don't have rent. I I can't relate. They just moved up my rent for this year. Damn. So the assistance that I got for uh, January of this year isn't covering it all, is it? it? It's covered the majority of it, but the twenty-five dollars extra that they boosted up my rent, we still owe already. Damn. And then we've got this whole rent is due in February. I'm just now getting this job. He's just now getting this job, and it's like one of these moments where Are we we're still make it? not going to be able to uh, get our water turned back on right now and we're still not going to be able to get food for our place because rent is going to be due soon and we don't have a lease with this place anymore so you're just like holding on because if we are late they can kick us out anytime yeah well of course you know you have somewhere to go yeah which is lucky enough because some people when they do run out they don't have any options no and i'm so grateful to have like a support system with arbor and ren because they have definitely if it had not been for them i i don't know what my condition would be right now i really don't and that's something that i've 
personally feel really grateful for because even though the none of us really have a whole lot of money or anything like that we do have each other that yeah. we can lean on absolutely in case something happens that between the three of us we're not gonna all drown right yeah um but goes back into ways that we ourselves save money and like try to get by with the most that we can keep a job <laughs> yeah, that's that's my given. tip for everybody Stop out there. Stop calling the fuck out of your Don't jobs. Don't call out. Don't call out. And um, take it seriously. No matter what job you have, no matter what they pay, you're there to do your job. Take it seriously. Not not to make any excuses, but my previous job, I stopped calling out. I started calling out a lot because. I did not feel comfortable going into that workplace anymore. My boss was after me. Everybody there was after me because I had personal issues with being sick a lot. And it got to the point where they were literally comparing me to everybody else in that workplace. But, I mean, I'm not them, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that um, right now they call it the Great Resignation. You can choose like be a little bit cheesy with your jobs because there are jobs that are hiring for more than what you're getting paid for right now yeah and i was making minimum wage at this job Oof. minimum wage ah. plus i was planning on leaving anyways but the fact that i got fired and it didn't give me an opportunity to find another job i was right. planning on quitting it's but just i got it I got think moved that's up really shitty because it's can we uh, off topic for a second can we talk about how shitty it is that you got to give two weeks notice before you quit, but they don't have to give you two weeks oh, notice before? two weeks notice is not friggin' required. It's not, but it's like they expect it. It's like, well, shouldn't we You burn a bridge you? with a workplace yeah. if you don't and, call, if you don't let them know two weeks. if you don't like the job and you don't want to be there, what's the point of... Ooh, I gotta say that with burning bridges, I gotta give it to my workplace now. I called and quit the day I was supposed to go in. They took me back. See, and that, that, I was grateful with Mancino's because the first time I didn't give them two weeks notice and I completely dropped off the face of the earth because my whole family had COVID. I was over there with my brother a lot and I was in the middle of trying to get a new job then too, but then they took me back. I will admit my job I had for the longest time. I can't tell you how many times I quit that job and went back, but my mother was the boss. <laughs> Your mother was the boss. <laughs> you had a way I was about that, to say. That, that was biased, and, I, and it's hard to say that. But, like, right now, with what I'm dealing with at work, you know, um, there's no more loyalty. Money talks. Yes. And I gotta say, like, with that job, with your mom being boss, I feel like after uh, I had to, like, after I had to quit, I don't know if I was quit or fired. Honestly, because it was like you when had, I was sick. You had to take a leave of absence is officially what happened. Is that you and had I to take a leave. And that just never came back. And you never came back. I didn't know it was a leave of absence. I thought I was fired. No. You, I didn't. You could have came back. I didn't know that. I swear to God, I did not know that till <laughs> right now. I didn't know I could come back. And I was about to say, I feel like after that, I could have just went to your mom and been like, I want to work here again. And she would have let me. She would have. I didn't know it was on a leave of absence. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So... For the last time trying to do this. Um, Sorry. <laughs> one of my biggest things of how I save money. This is not an ad, by the way, for any of the things I'm about to mention. It most Where, likely is. Oh, my God. I wish it was. I wish we would sponsor. Uh, this week's podcast is sponsored by us. Because <laughs> we three broke bitches. <laughs> but anyway, um, some of the biggest things is that 
while we don't have to remain loyal to our jobs. No. If you are loyal to a certain, like, grocery store or gas station or stuff, find out if they have a rewards program. Yes. My favorite one that I use is Five Star Fan Perks because we all go into the gas stations. We all go and do... We all get the things that... Those little pleasures that make us happy. I can say Speedway... Uh, really did help us out a lot when, like, we were just, like, really wanting a drink. With or, the points and stuff. And then, like, you know, stuff off of gas. Like, so many cents off per I, gallon. After yes. you hit a certain yeah. point. See, that's why I like fan perks because I'm gonna pull up my fan perks app right now. So, if you go in and buy two of, of certain items that are oh, on cool. sale, you get so many cents off a gallon. I know that if you buy three cans of Monster at a time, you get ten cents off every time. And you can collect up into a certain point. Me, like, personally, I feel like that's defeating the whole purpose, though, isn't it? What do you mean? Because you're spending all that money on Monster now. But you're spending money anyway. If you're getting, if you're using it to get the stuff that you're already getting, like, okay, Powerade is one of the things I always get at the gas station. So, like, um... I get it. So, instead of spending that extra money that you're spending on Monsters on gas and Monsters... You're spending, you're getting the monsters basically for free. Yeah. Eh, not really. Well, discounted. Well, you're, at a, an you're extreme a discount. discount. So, like, right now, they have buy any two rain energies, get five cents off a gallon. So, let's say that you are a factory worker and you get two energy drinks and something to eat from the gas station every single day before you go in for your shift. If you go in five days a week, let's just, let's just, uh, for this, let's keep it at five days. Most factory workers go in four. three or four days a week. Let's say you work five days a week and every single morning you go in and you buy two of these energy drinks. And you're going to do that regardless. But all five of those days, you go in you buy those two. You get five cents a gallon every single day off. On Friday, when you're refilling your gas tank, that is 25 cents off of gas mm -hmm. staying loyal to going to the same gas station every single day and using uh, like okay. scanning your card. Another uh, one that I do a lot is Food Lion because when you have of course if you've ever been in a Food Lion you know that um, you have uh, what's called an MVP card. They have like a lot of drink sales. They have a lot I of good sales and don't go in and buy stuff that you're not going to use. Don't go in and buy stuff that... Look for stuff that you normally buy. And, like, Food Lion in particular always has, like, meat going down on clearance. So, we'll go, like, right at the end of the night when they're putting stuff on clearance and they're putting it out for the next day. We'll go in and sweep and get meats and stuff and make meals out of that when we go on our normal grocery trip. Not only that, they also have a thing called Shop and Earn. <clears throat> yes, and I was getting ready to talk about that. So the Shop and Earn <clears throat> stuff is great too because after so many dollars that you spend in store, you get money back. Ooh. Say like you get you go in and you spend $10 on baking items. Say so like sugar, flour, all that good stuff. They'll give you like two dollars off the entire purchase. Yeah, but that's it. That's one time at the beginning. I'm learning too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna look at my shopping earn right now and see like what I've got going on. Oh, okay. I've spent thirty dollars in there the over this month. I have ten dollars 
in uh, store credit. So then, first of February, when I go in, the first time in February that I go, it'll apply to my. Uh, I'll put in my number and it'll apply to that trip and it'll take all of that money off. So like, I've like you that. could literally go in there and get you just a drink and it'll pay for the entire thing. Uh, yeah. So like soda, water, and shelf juice. And, like, it'll list everything off. If I spend $45 in that, I'll get six back. If I go in and buy $5 worth of condiments, I'm going to earn two back. Um, I don't know if I... Oh, I have spent nine eighty-eight out of 15 in the meat department. If I spend another $6 in, you know, at Food Line and meat, which I can go and pick up something on clearance and get that really quick, that's another $3 back. I'm... <laughs> I'm less than 25 cents away in the dairy department. That does, that does not surprise me. Not at all. But I'll earn $2 back. So, like, you can stack all this stuff up, and then your first grocery trip, you can go get, like, some of the bigger items that you're wanting yeah. to get, and it'll cut that down a lot. Plus, That's you smart. can watch their sales. A big thing is if you frequent a place a lot, the Flip app is my favorite one to use. I love Flip. I have it, too. It's my favorite Downloading one. Downloading it they, now. They update... <laughs> Um, they, they have, update the sales app yes. every single week. I'm not afraid to go to a couple different stores. Yeah, I'm not either. And my favorite thing about that app is like you can push it. Like anything on that sales ad, it circles it and then it lists it out in your uh, in, grocery yep. list. Yes, and I love that. I love it so much. I love the Flip app. Come on, sponsor. So no, I'm just kidding. I'm, um, <laughs> um, now going with what you were saying, like with apps and stuff. Ibotta and there's other ones where you scan any type of receipt you have get those apps because you can get decent amount. There's a girl on TikTok I think her name is Thrifty Tribe or something like that but every Friday she does this thing for Dollar General where she goes into their app and you can get like an over $25 order for less than $5 and then sometimes it's even less than that with the Ibotta app uh, mixed in as well. So like some people are really good at it. Best way I've done is staying loyal to certain yeah. companies and stuff and doing it that way because then I'm getting money back and uh, it's making it easier to buy certain yeah. things. So like if I rack all that stuff up I can go in and get like a decent sized roast that I can use for multiple different meals at the beginning of the month and be able to do that and meal plan around that. Yeah. Meal planning is another thing, too. I, I love meal planning. I used to do it. I did it whenever we was in the apartment, and I did it whenever I was with my ex. I have meal planning things, and I would always make things that I could freeze that I knew would be good for, like, about a week. Because I would have... One, I would plan out my meals for a week, but sometimes if I knew it was going to kind of be skimpy and I was like, man, I don't know if I would have enough to cover, I would make a meal, like a big meal, that I knew that would be good, even if I froze it and rethawed it. That was like one of my biggest saving graces. Uh, something else, too, is learning how to make things with like very little, like with the couple of ingredients mm -hmm. that we talked about before. Um, one more thing is that I am such a fast food person. Same. I work out of town, so it's not always easy to cart like stuff to make lunch every single day mm -hmm. or heat it up or something like that. So I started getting into all the fast food apps as well. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna call myself out. So I go to McDonald's 
maybe two or three times a week and I get the same thing. But you get, in the at least in the McDonald's app, you get a hundred points for every dollar that you spend. See, I don't have the McDonald's app, but I have the Sonic one and I got something free like every month, but I don't like Sonic. I, I, used to, I will say that about the Sonic app. Uh, when I was working in Tennessee... I would go there for lunch almost, like, every day, and mm -hmm. almost every day, I would have, like, a free medium fry, yeah. with, and I would just go and get a burger. Yep. Like, one of their, like, you know, what is it, value meal burgers. Yeah. And I would get, like, a free fry with it. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. Um, like, the McDonald's app, I, I, like I said, I'm gonna call myself out. Um, so you get that stuff, and after so many points, I have... <laughs> I have 10,000 points. God damn. I, I'm telling you, it racks up quick. Don't make fun of me. But anyway, so like my rewards right now for 6,000 points, I can get a Happy Meal. They're, damn. The six piece Happy Meal is 550. So if I get a large drink and double fr fries in my Happy Meal, if I buy the large, the large drink, that is a whole meal. Mm-hmm. That is a whole meal. And it's... It's a lot more filling than I thought it would be. Yeah, Happy Meals, they don't get the what they deserve. Like, even with our meals, at my, my place of business, or, yeah, I get, not place of business, where I work, whatever. You know what I mean. I wish it wasn't filling. so stigmatized for an adult to order a Happy Meal or, like, a kid's size. Sometimes that's all I need. Yeah, I don't know why it is stigmatized. <laughs> I said that weird, but you know what I mean. Anyway, <laughs> my mom, she, like, when she goes to McDonald's, at her place of work, which is like, she works out of town, uh, and it's about 20 minutes out in another small town, and all they really have is a McDonald's. Like, they don't have really anything else unless you want to go in and they're not open in the mornings or anything. But, um, on her lunch or when she's coming home, she'll get a Happy Meal because, like, that's all she needs. Well, like, the McDonald's app, too, um, will also give you, like, deals throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Like, I had one for any size coffee, hot or cold was 99 cents today. Mm -hmm. Of course, I don't drink McDonald's coffee because it's kind of gross, but... Okay. Uh, um, oh, there's one today that if you buy a uh, a quarter pounder with cheese, Big Mac, 10-piece nugget, or filet of fish you get one. Yeah. But I know that a lot of other restaurants do this type of thing. McDonald's is just the one that yeah. you can pretty much find them in every town. Yeah. Okay, I have a money-saving tip. Okay. Uh... This one, like, Sell I feel like... feet pics on the internet. Okay, I've done that. Don't knock it. And don't I've knock done selling it, too! Your... Oh, yeah, you have. And don't knock selling those panties, because I have sold my used panties. We ain't talking about that. If my dad's listening, I'm there sorry. There is no stigma in you chasing that paper. Um, okay. So, my thing is, is, this is something my mom taught me. Learn how to do basic shit to your car. Like, I cannot stress that enough. I know it sucks. I know you don't want to. Learn how to change your oil. It's not that hard. I know how to do it. I can, like, drain out my oil. And I can put new oil in. It's learn how to do it. Learn how to change your fluids. Learn how to change a tire. Because it will save you so much money not having to go get an oil change. Mm -hmm. It saves so much. Uh, not having to call, so, like, not having to call a tow truck because your tire blew out. You know how to put that on. Because, like, even if you call, like, a company, if you don't have anybody personal, to come change your tire, that costs you so much money, like, in the long run. I cannot stress it enough. Learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. There's so many simple things that you can learn how to do to your vehicle. And, uh, I don't, like... 
there's a lot of if you really want to like go into it there are lots of resources on the mm -hmm. internet do not be afraid to or feel embarrassed to have to look up ways how to yeah. save money or like yes learning how to coupon i mean i wish i could do it but i, I don't have, have horrible let me couponing. tell you something about couponing before we um before we move on oh wait no i still have another one that okay. i want to say okay well go ahead and do your coupon. no go ahead and do it because this okay. will lead into our okay so my other thing is and this is a bigger one um if you're looking to purchase a house this is something that i learned personally like having to purchase a house while you're poor there you need to look into auctions they will auction off houses on the courthouse step and you can get the one that I got, which I had to pay a little bit more for, but the one I got, it sold for $6,000. A whole ass house. It is now four bedrooms and one bath, and it's a decent size. They've seen it. Like, it's a decent size house. $6,000. That's all it was. Because it had fire damage in the garage, and it wasn't even severe fire damage. Well, see, we paid 8000 for this, mm -hmm. and we live in the center. Yeah. And that's, like, really not a... It's a money-saving tip, but it's a bigger one. So, I don't know if it really classifies, but, like, there's also... Uh, they'll do auctions for uh, people that didn't pay their taxes. And, yes, it sucks because you... Like, once you get it, you become responsible for getting them out of the house. However, you can get that house for very, very cheap. And the same thing with car auctions. I recommend car auctions. My aunt got a nice ass vehicle she paid a thousand dollars for it it was so fucking nice i am so jealous of it and it was a newer model it was like a 2018 model and she paid a thousand dollars for it it had less than a hundred thousand miles on it it was amazing like check out auctions like any type of auctions you can get some really good stuff oh and one more if you i recommend donating anything that you don't need like, if you can't sell it or you don't want to waste your time selling it, donate it. Get do the tax. Donate, do not donate to Goodwill. Like, no matter where you donate to, I, that doesn't matter. You can get a tax write-off. That tax write-off, you can get more back on your taxes. Yeah, we don't, we don't, st Chris loves to go to Goodwill, but I hate Goodwill's model of it's literally just selling donated items. It's not a, uh, it's not a charity. Oh, I know it's not. Like, I, I hate like you're donating the items and stuff, but they're selling them and making a profit. Exactly. Um, but anyway, biggest thing about couponing, I think, is like sometimes the biggest hurdle for poor people um, may not have the space yeah. to do it because couponing takes a. That's one of the logistics that I thought about when we were thinking about doing couponing and stuff. Is like, yeah, you're getting it for free. Where the hell are you gonna put it? You can do it. Some of, uh, one of my friends. I don't really talk to her anymore, but she couponed like a bad bitch. Still don't understand how to do it. But she it's tried a to teach me. Job yeah, if you she, do it. no, she didn't have an actual job. She sold that shit, and I was like, girl, get it. Well, that was probably how she was making money. Yeah, that really was. Like, she made money off those fucking coupons. I'm like, fuck. Uh, you know, some of those people actually teach classes, and that's also how they make money is they teach other I people. I tried to get her to. Oh, and by the way, going back to, like, learn how to do shit to your car, learn how to do shit to your house, too. Like, just basic maintenance. That will save you so much money. I tell you what. For the resource that it is, YouTube and it's Google amazing. are free. Yes, they are. please use it to your advantage. You can save so much money just learning how to do these things by yourself. I learned how to 
Oh, that's something I need to tell Jessica. I learned how to, uh, change a fucking radio. Like, with the wires and stuff. Like, I can change your goddamn radio. Like, I, learned how to I learned how to change our alternator yep. from a YouTube video. And I, yep. I couldn't physically do it. Like, Chris had to physically do it. But I was like, okay, you need to do this, 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 and this. And he's like, how do you know that? I'm like, because I watched a video. Right? It's like... Just use those, using your resources that you have around you that is now available that wasn't when we was children, using them to your advantage will save you so much money. But. Segwaying in? Yeah. So, it is time for my personal favorite uh, segment of our podcast, the Am I the Asshole reading. Ooh, I do like And it one. actually is money related this time. Okay, okay. Let me get comfortable. Am I gonna, like, throw a fit? Is this something I'm gonna pitch a fit about? I don't think so. I think this will be an easy one. Yeah, I don't even know about this one. So. Okay. <laughs> so, we are, of course, going to visit my favorite subreddit, Am I the Asshole? Today is user Bridewoes. Am I the asshole for refusing to double my stepdaughter's wedding budget to make it even to my daughter's? Repeat that. Am I the asshole for refusing to double my stepdaughter's wedding budget to make it even to my daughter's? So, to make it even to her daughter so everybody has the same amount. Mm -hmm. I don't think so, but let's hear it out. I don't think you'd be an asshole, but I don't know. I have a stepdaughter, Rose, and a bio daughter named Lily. Lily's dad is in the picture, and Rose's mom is somewhat in the picture, but unfortunately is an addict and has some mental health issues and will not be at the wedding and can only see her occasionally with supervision growing up. Rose really never accepted me, and that's okay. We didn't push her. I don't dislike Rose or anything, but there isn't much of a relationship. Rose and Lily dislike each other, but are civil. Lily got married a year ago, and my husband and I gave her a certain amount of money, and her dad gave her the same. We had the same amount set aside for Rose, so that does mean that Rose would get half of what Lily got. Also, Rose knows what Lily got in total because it was brought up in front of her, which I know was a mistake, but she stayed with us for a week waiting for her house to be ready, and it seemed weird to kick her out of the room. Anyway, we told Rose recently what we'd be contributing, and she made a face. My husband said that he knows it's half of what Lily got, but Lily's dad paid the other half. Rose said it was fine, and then a couple of minutes later said we could keep it. My husband told her no. She could take it, and if she wants to pay, she can pay what it doesn't cover. Rose got annoyed and said she doesn't want it and to leave her alone. Rose will not talk about it and is mostly ignoring us. Rose said she's paying for it herself, but I heard from someone that the groom's mother is paying now and said she'd top what Lily got. Last time we saw Rose, my husband tried to talk, her out, talk to her about it again, but her fiancé snapped at us to leave her alone and he makes enough money to buy her whatever she wants. My husband is beside himself and asked if I consider doubling the money to make it even. I said no. We could do it, but it would be a huge amount to us and more than I'm willing to spend. It does suck, but at the end of the day, life isn't fair and Rose and Lily have two different situations. My husband is annoyed and says I'm being cold, but he gets that it is our money and I'm standing firm on no. I don't think you're the asshole. I don't either. I don't like, think she's the asshole how is she? How are they obligated to match what the father of the other child did? That doesn't make sense. That's like, okay. I, like, I get how it could feel unfair. Yeah, but it sounds like she's just being a bratty child, which I get. 
She's just being selfish. Like, they're not trying to, like, cut her out. They're not even doing less. They they're even, making like, it fair. They offered her the same amount that they offered yeah. the other daughter. I mean, it's not they're like they're... not obligated... To go up on that. To go just up on that. Just because somebody else went up on that, you know? No, that's... They're treating her equally to their other daughter, and that makes so much sense. Like, it's not like they're saying, oh, you know, we're going to give... You're not worth it. Yeah, it's not like they're... Like, I get that the daughter got more, but she also had other people paying into the situation. Mm -hmm. And if money is no object with the groom and his family, why are they throwing a stink over the yeah. fact that she... I can tell you exactly what happened. Sorry, go ahead. I'll cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, I know because I've seen women like this, and I can't say for sure because I don't know the entire situation, but bet your sweet ass that she went to them acting like they didn't care about her like they did the other one. Her mother wasn't in the picture. Oh, pitiful me. She got double the amount I did. I can't believe that they wouldn't give me that. Like, they just love her that so much more. That would explain why the and daughter that, would be putting the cold shoulder towards the parents. Exactly. And why the fiance snapped. Because why else would he snap unless he was fed those lies? Absolutely. And I can't, which I can say that that part's lies, but I can't say that that's what happened. But it sounds suspiciously like that is what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't I will say that it. Rose is being an asshole. She yeah, isn't yeah. the asshole, Rose. but she is being one. Yeah. See, being in those situations, like, it can very much feel unfair. But, I mean... They're all adults here. Right. And technically, I mean, they're offering to do this out of the kindness of their hearts and, like, wanting to do this. But you are under no obligation no. whether you did it for another child or not. It's, like, not... It's I not, don't know. It's their wedding. Like, yes, I know it's tradition, but it's their wedding. They, It's, like, if I was getting married, it would be my wedding. I, myself and my partner would be obligated to pay that if somebody else wanted to help pay that because we're getting married and they want to be part of that. That's different well, and that's see, appreciated. Tradition, tradition says that the bride's family mm -hmm. pays for the Yeah, wedding. and then the uh, and they made groom's their family offer, pays know? for the rehearsal dinners and all the rehearsals and stuff. That's, that's how a lot of people do it. Like, uh, the rehearsal dinner and... I can't remember. There was one other thing. I can tell you right now, when my mom married my father for the very brief marriage that they did have because of me, I know I started that drama. Um, <laughs> I was the reason for their marriage and their divorce. Is it um, <laughs> me? Am I the drama? But yes. my, my mom's parents did pay for absolutely everything, mainly because my dad's mom wasn't really in the picture. She was at the wedding, almost burned the church down. God damn completely that's me every time i work in, oh, work into walk into a church i just like almost it feels like i'm gonna burst in the flames like she went to go light one of those candle things it was a methodist <laughs> wedding and uh knocked a candle thing over caught some things on fire but it, it was my it was i feel my like that's a good parents. omen i think that was a good omen for the marriage the fire sign <laughs> yeah okay so as far as as far as this situation You're is OP. No, she's not the asshole. I, I'm firm in agreement. I mean, you need to stick with what you said. And giving in to doubling the amount. What's that say to the other daughter? Absolutely. See, I, that is the point where I would get upset. I'd be like... You know, I get that we had two totally different situations and you're trying to make it fair, but it's also still not fair. Yeah, and especially, it's not fair to the parents, it's not fair to anybody in this situation. She's just being a child and she needs to grow up. Yeah. 
So, OP at user bridewoes spelled very weird. You are live from the trash has determined you are not the asshole in this situation. Indeed. All right, it's now time for our final segment of the podcast, and I think a personal favorite for all of us. It's called our Decided by Dice segment. If you are new around here or just need a refresher, our Decided by Dice segment, we are going to roll a die, and one of us is going to pick a topic, game, or something for us to do for the end of the podcast. So let's go ahead and roll. It's five. It's Lynn. All righty. Um, mine would be... Wait, what are we doing? If you were to receive $100 million realistically, what would you do with the money? How would you go about that situation? So realistically, like, what we'd most likely actually yes, so not like, not like oh i'm gonna go out and like uh smother myself in prada and like no, oh, you know, oh like, okay i got this one okay. <laughs> i actually go too so funny enough chris and i actually talk about this a lot like you know we have the dream of yes. what we would do the dream is you never work again yes. and you uh donate to all these charities and oh. we buy a new house <laughs> in another state like we have we have like the pipe dream. Yeah. But there's so many, like, there's so many things you have to do when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, we have a very realistic dream. Um, pay off our debt. Mm-hmm. Um, we would actually probably sell the house and get it, like, out of our name and out of our hair. And we'd buy... We'd buy a house and furnish it the way that we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Put the property taxes for at least the next 15 years, if possible, in a savings account mm-hmm. that would accrue interest and, like, make money off of it. Smart. And really, I don't think that I would want to not have a job because as much fun as it sounds to just like live off of a hundred million dollars it's more money than i think that we could spend in a lifetime and so i would want (laughs) i would want to continue my job because i love my career path Mm -hmm. so like yeah i may want to like fuck off for a couple of years (laughs) get my mental health in check Oh oh my god i would love to be able to afford to take the time off to get my mental health in order and get like official diagnosis for things that I know are wrong that I'm just as an adult is not a feasible thing. Like I would love to have a clothes closet of clothes that I would actually wear. Mm-hmm. Um, like go get shoes for my feet. Like, like it's so boring. But when you talk about like what uh, what I would do with a hundred million dollars, like it's a pipe dream. Yeah. It's fun, but there are things that like I realistically want. I would buy a nice fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> right. I would buy the good kitty litter. I would stop feeding my pets the second cheapest bag on the shelf. They get the best. Buy them the freshest meat. Not the cheapest. The second cheapest. Uh, See, I always make myself feel better because it's not the cheapest crap like (laughs) like yard filler. It's it's the second cheapest. (laughs) Some days we do the third cheapest if we can afford it. 
They feel fancy. (laughs) Feel fancy. Now, if we really feeling fancy, we buy, like, chicken or beef broth with, like, low, like, the reduced sodium and, like, put it in their cat food. Oh, I bet they get drunk off of that. They do. They love it. (laughs) They walk around like they're taking shots of Hennessy. Realistically, I would just want to have a house that I didn't have to worry about, like, rats coming through the floor. Oh, yeah. I have rats. They're in a cage. I got a bigger cage for them, and I got it for free. Aiden, hey. shout out to Aiden. Thank you, baby doll. But realistically, I I would just want a better, and I would want to uh, set up accounts for, like trust accounts for my nieces and nephews and my goddaughters to make sure that they were taken care of. Oh, you're so sweet. And you'd also buy us a house on the same plot of land so we could live in a cul-de-sac, right? Okay, so I know that's realistic. That's, I know right? that it's realistic, but Chris's dream is he wants to like own his own restaurant and he wants to buy a huge plot of land and a cul-de-sac so that way we can put our parents on the end of the street and move our friends yes in and we all live on the same street and all the houses are paid Could off you imagine like living on the street with alex <laughs> oh but Al- alex is uh chris's best friend that um you know, shout out to him, even though wronged he, us all. Yeah, he, made, he he made me feel so bad on Christmas. Visually, no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Stop. Uh, Chris and uh, Alex, Chris's Alex's all the way rewind. Alex is Chris's best friend, who we don't have the best relationship. Um, I think uh, I've talked about it before. Although we do support it, I would never ever like make. Chris stop being friends with no. him ever. Um, however, sometimes he pushes me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's the that's the pipe dream. I don't even know what my pipe dream would be. I'm just like along for the ride with Chris because he like dreams so much. I I'd have heard about his cul-de-sac dream. And I just call it cul-de-sac. We've talked. Uh, Chris and I have talked about names to name it. Like I'm in it with him. Like I'm like yeah, <laughs> let's figure this out. All right. So what about you? What is oh, your realistic dream? Uh, buckle up, Buttercups, because this is gonna be one hell of a ride. I have a whole ass plan because I spend too much time daydreaming about this shit. Oh, <laughs> okay. So when I got this money, of course I would buy myself a house and a good vehicle. It doesn't have to be top of the line, but like a oh, decent vehicle. Oh, a new yeah. car. I didn't right? think about that. Yeah. Definitely a new car. But my realistic thing is, it's like once I got that settled and I furnished it the way I want, which I would do all this, like I would still have that poverty mindset, so I would still do it cheaply because I would want to save every penny I could. What I would do is I'd like I would go back and I would buy back my granddaddy's land. I would buy the equipment to start the farm, start the farm, and I would start a canning business because that is something like my mom's dream, but I kind of share that. And I would start that, and not only that, I would buy, it's like, I would start and buy into different franchises, and I would buy into different businesses, so and in, like, insur- start- Insuring, like, an, a decent yes. money flow. So you and diversify your yes, money. Yes, it would not just be in my pocket. I would buy, uh, like, just different buildings that would be mine, that I would be making the profits off of, and strategically do it. Like, I already have it planned out where I would place these at this moment. I'm sorry, I just had the visualization of, like, a hundred million ones just like stuffed inside of your pants. <laughs> yes. Like waddling down the street. Just have like a, like a crowd of people following behind you like picking up dollar bills. That, that would be me. But like I'm very big on money 
like spending money makes money depending on how you spend it so i would not just let it set i have this fear like if i get that money and then i'd lose that money so i'd put all that money into other businesses and i would put people that i trusted in charge of those businesses and then i would rake in from that and i would be putting almost i would only have like an allotted spending amount per month in my actual checkings and the rest would be in savings so it could accumulate that and i would be drawing off of all those things and then realistically after all of my businesses had like a good flow and I was watching it and I had enough save up saved up I would buy like three different vacation houses I'm sorry I'm not just saying this is pipe dream because like after I had that money I would have a vacation house actually I would have a vacation goddamn castle one of the broke down ones that they're selling in Ireland because they sell them in Scotland Ireland there's so many broken down ones I would have it and I would build onto it and I would make myself a goddamn castle and I would be a princess I'm gonna say well actually wait 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 because I also kind of want to be a prince because I like like the children what would I be because there's not prince or princess yes so what would it be a prince Parts. Parts. I want to be a prince. <laughs> See, Chris and I had this argument the other day because he's like, my love, my my queen, my princess said I'm non-binary, Chris, and he's like, well, what is the non-binary version of a prince or a princess? My magical being. It's like your majesty <laughs> works just fine. Yes, I want to be a majesty. Anyway, oh, and that's another thing. I would also I would open you up a photography studio. I would open Chris up. Okay, a I love you. Restaurant. Absolutely not. Oh, you don't want that? No, because care center. God no! <laughs> I tried. I want to be a teacher. I want to be like. Open up a daycare center. I want center to where be one of the spinning gears. I don't want to be the machine. Okay, so I I want purchase, no responsibility. I purchase a daycare and I put you as a teacher in that daycare, where you make good money. Like at, at that point, <laughs> just give me the money. It's like oh, okay, just give you the money. I don't know, like whatever but Lynn see, wanted. I feel like she would just be like. My, uh, like, I would have her probably as my assistant, and then she would just, instead of paying her, it's like, what do you want today? I would love to go and work on a farm. I mean, yeah, I'm but I, but Like, that would be my biggest thing. It's like, I want that farm. You know, I love your dream of having, like, multiple businesses, but honestly, if I see you losing your money, it's the old-fashioned way. Leaving it on a bus. <laughs> okay, that is <laughs> I know, or being stolen out of my car because I have the worst habit. Jess is of on me. Leaving all stuff in your car. Je Jessica, shout out to you. I love you. Um, she gets on me all the time because I don't lock my car and I leave my keys in it. And like I have my debit card in there and like just cash. And like Alex today, not the Alex we was prior, prior talking about. It is an Alex I work with. Shout out to you, Alex, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> she got in my car. She goes. She goes, uh, what's she? She goes, Bestie, why do you have your money laid here? Bestie, your camera's here. Bestie, your laptop's here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's probably no, not good. That's a $2,000 camera. You probably shouldn't <laughs> be sitting there. But I had it in my car because I took pictures of my kids. But yeah, that's my dream. I have it, and I know I did it really fast, but I actually have it all wrote out in a notebook somewhere of exactly how I do it exactly which businesses I'd be going into first after starting up the canning, exactly how I'd market. Oh yeah, I just like had a whole notebook feel because when I was a stay-at-home mom, I didn't have not <laughs> shit to do aside from take care of my kids. So like, I got this, like, it's fine. Oh, I would also buy a cul-de-sac. Um, okay, so, um, I guess the grain rubs a little bit different for me. Oh, see? we all know <laughs> your what your first thing is... 
the first thing you're doing with a hundred million dollars is you are scheduling your uh, gender reassignment surgery. That is exactly yes. what I was going to say. Like number one priority. I mean, yeah, I love everybody in my life, and not to sound selfish, but this is like one of the things that mentally mm -hmm. screws with me. And if I want to feel like me with a hundred million dollars in my pocket, yes. I want to feel like me. So, I would definitely go through all my reassignment surgeries. I mean, I would get the boobs that I want. I would get the, like, I'm not going to say it, but you know what I mean. And uh, Get your PP into a... Yeah. Get yeah. your Audi into an innie. A absolutely. Oh, God, when absolutely. you put it that way. <laughs> it's like an image of somebody, like, taking their fingertip and just, like, shoving it in there. <laughs> I, I mean, used to do that when I was a kid. Oh, God. How did you not know that you were trans sooner? I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like, I don't remember who I was talking about it to. It was probably Chris. But, like, you and I used to watch, like, burlesque together. And you'd be like, I don't want to be with them, but I just want to have their body. That was back in high school, bitch! <laughs> How did, how did I you marry also, a woman? I was also in my annoying gay phase then. Very much so. You uh, <laughs> were you were that kid that like is trying so hard to appear as gay that it's almost like a cartoon character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> but um yes, yeah, so I would get all of that in check and I would get a really good fucking therapist because the shit that goes through my mind every day. I need help. Just daily therapy sessions. <laughs> or the like, lack of. Yeah, exactly. Daily therapy sessions. Just, let's talk about my childhood again. Chelsea, we've already been through your childhood multiple times. Let's talk about the present. Let's talk about my inner child. <laughs> <laughs> but I would very much want that for me. And then, I mean, of course, like in the middle of all this, I would be getting my license back. I would be getting me a car so I can go to these appointments. You would just turn into like a full functioning adult. At I that would. Point. I really would. I that, really, all really I would. All I have is a hundred million. Actually, here's there's if two anybody ways with money is listening. Um, if you I'll want to like donate, donate if you want to donate any money to me uh, to help start life, hey, my life. Uh, <laughs> I will be listing my account information. Just kidding. <laughs> I see Lynn going um, one of two ways. Either they actually take that opportunity to like grow into a full functioning adult, or it's like giving a, giving a toddler a hundred dollars in a candy store. I was about to say either becoming a fully a functioning adult or it's my party. party I, I can cry if I want to. Okay, I think you'd be a mixture of both. I think that you was adult, like after your surgery and everything that you really needed. I feel like you Pop would. Pop off. I feel like you would indulge and like buy what you wanted, do what you wanted, and honestly, that's your full ride. I support that. Mm -hmm. But also take me on the shopping trip. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you something. All of Chelsea's guilt for all the years that we collectively have supported them through everything i think that any time that we went out we would never pull out our wallets again probably absolutely but you know if i feel like that was if any of us had that money yeah i think that's how it would be no. that, that is I how think. i am poor now that's how i am like if these bitches are hungry i'm just like you hungry I'm like, here, I'll feed you. I'm very much a feeder. Like, I won't. It's like, That's I, the mom, though. Yeah, it's like, are you hungry? I hear, it's like, you just barely ice. It's like, hmm, I'm thirsty. You slap your lips. It's like, let's go get something to drink. Let's go get something to drink. <laughs> like, 
I'm not even gonna lie. I always make sure I have enough here for like y'all to eat and drink mm -hmm. whenever, because like you get straight off work, and then you're just a mess. So yeah. you never eat before you come over here. So I always make sure I have like dinner made, drinks waiting. <laughs> like she does. <sighs> like last time, not last time because I was sick. Um, the last time that. we recorded but the, all together. the time before that, um, she was like, okay, so I went in there and I got these sodas specifically because I know you and Arbor will drink them. <laughs> Um, so drink as many as you like, <laughs> but, um, to, con <laughs> to continue, um, after I would have become like 100% me and that that's the way I would describe it. Um, I would buy me my own personal mole. I would buy Arbor her own personal mole yes. and I would buy Ren her personal mole and you guys would get to decide what stores went into the small. Yes. So it would be your personal place to go shopping and we would make money off of it and I you would make this. money off of it you took that from my idea as a kid i don't remember remember i always said that if i ever made it huge that we talked about this a lot that i would have a like my backyard would be specifically a mall it would have all my favorite restaurants all my favorite stores and then i would have a runner like a personal, like their whole job is just to deliver food to my house from this. <laughs> <laughs> so basically a door <laughs> Basically, but like actually paid a living wage. But like I used to talk about that a lot specifically that I was going to, I actually said I was going to have it in my house. I was going to have a McDonald's, a Taco Bell, a Culver's. Just the people that has to and, go to your house to work. <laughs> like seriously, that's what I wanted. I wanted basically to live in a mall and to you have, can like, give the first people floor. jobs in these places too exactly what else i was thinking too is that um soundproofing the floor on the second level mm -hmm. like having special access doors for that but uh having a special like parking thing basically i wanted to live in a mall but i wanted like the i wanted the whole second floor of the mall to be just like my house nice. i do not want a yard i you know i've thought about that if even with my children, because I would have, like, I would still, like, want a yard in the back, but I would just, like, instead of it just being a yard, I just have, like, a giant play area. But, but I like, all, the mall yeah, play areas. I've actually thought about that. That's funny, because that's something I've ever talked about, just in my head, in my fantasies. If I ever had that much money, like, that's something that I would like. It's, like, above stores that I own, so if I had to go away on business, I would still have, like, a house that I could stay in. So when I took my kids with me, if they was, like... Or I have 50-50 custody of Amelia. I could take her with me. Like, just having that. Then I could have my work, my house. And I would be right there with work. And then I could, they could go to the backyard. And the backyard is just a giant playground. But the goal is, is I want to own all the sort. Like, I want to be the franchise owner. Yes. So that way, all I have to do is walk downstairs and be like, give me. Exactly. But, like, I wouldn't have, like... Gucci, Prada, Coach, you know, like, I don't know, Dior. I wouldn't have those kinds of stores. You know what I'd have? Hmm. I'd have a Lush. I would have, a, like, a Morphe store or an Ulta. Bath Body Works. Oh, my God, about yes. the Body Works. <laughs> Just go down there in the morning of the Why camp. do I feel like you have a Yankee? No. Yankee candles? No Yankee candles? No, I'm a Bath and Body Works, White Barn, Candle person. White Barn, that's the other one. Yeah. So, I would do that. I would have an FYE, a Hot Topic, a Spencer's. Yes. I would have an actual sex shop, though. Please. Will you at least have a Victoria's Secret? And that was just for me. Yeah. Yes. Because it's really expensive and I couldn't afford the stuff, but if you're the owner, I could walk in there and be like, mm, put it on her tab. 
<laughs> it's like, I'm her sister. Okay. You can put it on her tab. So she said, no, you spent over $2,000. I'll call her and be like, I didn't really want it. Fine. She said, it's fine. Put it on her tab. But realistically, yeah, I would just have, I would have all the stores that I wanted and I would be the franchise owner and I could just go in and do whatever the hell I want to. Yes. Like, that was the dream. Like, I know that's not how it works. <laughs> yes. But, like, I'll tell you now, like, going back to mine, I would probably put a mall in Glasgow because I feel like everybody travels to Bowling Green. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it would get a lot of business. Let me tell you how fucked in the head I am. Um, of course, we know how I love to Black Friday shop and, like, mm. doorbuster deals yes. and stuff like that. I always thought about, like, having it where, like, all the big releases, like, go stand in line with everybody else and get excited. And you're like, oh, I hope I get one. And then have one waiting at the counter for me because I'm the owner. <laughs> Just like, like, oh, my gosh, did you get your hands on one? Oh, Mine's already at the counter because I own the store. It's like, I'm just waiting here for... It's like, I'm not even paying for it. Like, just go up. Stacy! Stacy! Give me give me my bag. Give me my bag. I'm ready to go back upstairs. I'm ready to not be around regular people. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you know what else I'd have in my mall? That macaroons cart from yes. the one in Nashville. Yes. Oh, my God. Green, green Mills was everything. Can you get an Annie's, too? <laughs> Probably a Cinnabon. Yes. I uh, like how I'm looking at you like, can you get an Annie's? Like, it's going to really happen. I think, like, I don't know. Which one of us do you guys think realistically could make something like that? Like, make a crap ton of money and, like... I'm going to say me only because I haven't, like, already planned out in detail. And I would also make people help me. See, I also second that. I was actually um, about to add on to the thing. I would also go back to school. Oh. That is something I kind of want to do. I want to get a doctorate. I hate I kinda just wanna, so much. I do too, but I wish that there was a way I could just, like, pay them and be like, just say that I'm here and forge everything. Here's all the money. I and actually my think doctorate. that's how some people actually do it. I want to do that. I want to be rich enough because I just want the doctor rich that, enough so to pay for call for me, be like Doctor Arbor, and I'll be like, yes, that's me. It's like, or Miss Billings, I'll be like, first off, it's Doctor. Not. Like first off, it's Doctor. But um, after that, while I'm in school, I would invest in me becoming my own influencer on whatever I wanted to influence at the time. And while I'm in school, just influence maybe skincare products because that's what I'd be going to college for. I know you said skincare, but I thought you said skincare. <laughs> yes, skincare products. But um, I would invest in the skincare community, I guess. So when I become a doctor, I could promote that with my influence over people and skincare. And already have like a Do you know renowned how name for myself. That, that sounds. I mean, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, how it, it's shady as shit. How is it shady? Because I mean, I would already be showing everybody my knowledge in skincare, and letting them know that coming to me would be a really safe thing to do in that. But most of all, I would buy my family a house. I would buy me and Cameron a house. I would buy my dog a house. Like his own little doggy no, mansion. No, like she will have an actual little doggy mansion out in the backyard. Yes. But uh, just more than anything, more than anything, I would be a woman and 
I would and, be living the high life. And you would be paying me back the 2200 you owe me for the time you lived here. And I would own every shoe line. <laughs> and I would try my hardest to buy Louboutin, and I would force them to make heels big enough for me. <laughs> yes. I just want a designer heel that makes a size 15. See, Lynn's realistic <laughs> dream is our pipe dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, that is all the time we have for this episode of Live from the Trash. If you want to keep up with us outside of the podcast, you can check us out on TikTok at Live from the Trash, on Instagram at Live.FromTheTrash, and on Twitter at Live from the Trash without the age. Thank you guys so much for Don't listening. Don't the Facebook. Oh, we also now have a Facebook. Also, y'all, this will be the first podcast where every one of our social medias will also have our brand new logo, thanks to... At Erin the Rogue on Instagram. She is an amazing artist. She's actually done some work for me personally in the past. And she is the lovely designer of our new podcast logo. And we have the um, samples of our stickers of the logo coming in at the end of next week. So by next podcast, we'll actually have uh, our stickers. And we're talking about maybe selling some of these stickers. So yeah. We'll just have to see. But thank you all so much for watching. Facebook page is Live from the Trash without the eight. Okay, so you can check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Live from the Trash without the H. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys.